There is only one name. And that is the name of Jesus that is to be glorified. There is only one King, King Jesus. And this morning it's an absolute privilege to be here and just to, to share a small, short word with you this morning. And then we're just going to celebrate it's our, um, our Appreciation Sunday. And it's the Sunday that we, we just want to appreciate what you as the members of City Base have done in the life of the church. And so it's a great day for us. But before I get there, there's just something that I want to correct from um, my sermon from last week. And last week I spoke of Revelation 2 verse 5. And it says, remember the heart from which... Remember the heart from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I'll come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. And uh, just in the message there, I said we can lose the Holy Spirit. I just want to make it very clear that we cannot lose the Holy Spirit. John 14, verse 16. And I pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. And so I just want to make it clear that that statement that I made was wrong. Um, we cannot lose the Holy Spirit, but what can happen is that if we continue in a life of sin, the anointing of the Holy Spirit lifts off of our lives. And uh, we find ourselves in a very dry and barren place. And uh, I want to say to you, it's not a good place to be. <laughs> and the Bible says that if we sin, we need to repent of our sin and make right with the Lord. So I just wanted to make that clear, that we, we cannot lose the Holy Spirit, but His anointing definitely can lift off of us. And, uh, yeah, it's not a good place to be in. You know, just with Appreciation Sunday, um, can, can we give the Lord a hand? <laughs> Everything that we do here, everything that's going to be said today is all because of Jesus. Paul in his letter to the Philippians writes, and this is in Philippians 1 verse 3 to 7, uh, from verse 3 to verse 5. I thank my God every time I remember you, in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I want to say thank you to you. This is a great partnership that we share. It's working together for the glory and the honor of God our Father. And this is not my thing, this is not your thing, this is our thing. And we are working together for the gospel. And when it becomes ours and we take ownership of it, then we want to receive the honor and the glory. But when we realize that this is for our King, for His Kingdom, then He receives the honor and the glory. So for all of those who helped to make this year such a great success, um, our weekly meetings on a Sunday, the meetings that happen during the week, our outreaches, the trips that we do, I want to thank you for all your participation in it. So, I'm going to, to go through the list of what happens in the life of the church. 
And those that are involved in these areas, I would like you to stand and uh, we're just going to give you a round of applause. And there are many areas, so just bear with us and uh, enjoy it this morning. So I'm going to group some of the things together. So the music team, the audio visual team and the sound team can I ask you to stand up please. And we've got the venue team, the hosting team, and the barrister team. Can I ask you to stand if you are part of those? We've got the welcoming team, the info team. And the deacon team, if you can stand. <laughs> and there's the new on the announcement team, the leading, the guys that lead the meetings, if they can please stand.
apartheid to serve in the car park. Let's give them a hand. <laughs> because of you that we can keep this ministry going, it's because of you that we can bless people, it's because of you that we can feed people and love people. So thank you so much for your support in the area of finances, so give yourselves a hand. And then there is one person I'm going to make a special fuss of, and that's Belinda. Yeah, it wasn't for her. Oh, sorry, dear, I see you all there at the back. Sorry, I didn't see you. <laughs> the gardening, all right. If it wasn't for Belinda, um, yeah, I think I'd be chasing my tail most of the time <laughs> and wouldn't know what's going on. Belinda, thank you so much for all your support and for the help and just for, for taking care of everything that goes on in the life of the church. Thank you very much. Like I said earlier, I'm so thankful for this partnership that we can share together um, in this gospel. It's in our togetherness, in our working together for the gospel's sake that we are successful. Everything that happens here, you could see I could never do this on my own. It's us working together that makes this a success. It's us working together that makes City Base a success. And it's because of you that this ministry is a success and that we're making an impact and inroads into this town of ours. Every one of you have played an important part in making this a success for you. For the time and the effort that you put in, I want to say it is much appreciated. Thank you, and may God richly bless you. I want to say that serving is an act of worship. Worship is the process of surrendering your entire life into God's hands. Everything you can do, sorry, everything you do can and should be an act of worship. In 1 Peter 4 verse 8, above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each one of you should use whatever gift he has received to serve others faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God. If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To Him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Amen. We demonstrate our love for each other through our serving. Serving is not just about doing things for other people. It's an opportunity to help them to see Jesus Christ. And I want to make that very clear. It's an opportunity for them to see Jesus Christ. In the way that we serve, others will see Jesus in us. 
And Romans 12 verse 1 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. It's not something that only happens when we pray or sing our worship songs. Worship happens every moment of the day if we will allow Jesus to come into our situation. And so these few verses that I read out of Peter, there's a couple of things that we can see there. And I'd just like to go through a few um, of those verses and then we're going to close off. So we can worship God when we love others. And that's in verse 8. The only reason we can love others is because of Jesus Christ. Because He first loved us. If it wasn't for the love that He showed us, we would not be able to love other people. But because of the love that He has given us, that He's bestowed upon us, we can love others and we can show the love of Jesus to others. The Bible tells us that love covers a multitude of sins. It's not that those sins aren't there, but because of the love of Jesus, we choose to forgive and we choose to put those sins behind us. And we choose to see the person for who they are. We choose to look at them through the eyes of God. And you know, if we have to have a look at our lives, we are not worthy except for Jesus. If it was not for Jesus, if it was not for what Jesus did for us, none of us would be worthy. He loved us so deeply that He died for us. And we ought to love others with that same deep kind of love. We can worship God when we demonstrate His hospitality. Hospitality is not just inviting people into your home and serving them a meal or serving them a cup of coffee. It's about inviting people into your house. And what I mean by that is it's inviting people into your life. Letting people see how you live your life. Letting people into your space. Even when it is inconvenient for you. It's still showing them the love of God. It's having a welcoming attitude. And you know, just reading through scripture we see the kind of attitude that Jesus had and so many of the things that Jesus did it was at an inconvenient time yeah Jesus is busy preaching the next thing the other group opens up and they're lowering the guy down on a mat how inconvenient is that Jesus is coming to preach he rocks up on the shore in the boat yeah the next minute yeah come demon possessed yeah comes a demon possessed man how inconvenient but Jesus took every opportunity to minister to people in those situations. And even though it was inconvenient, He still used those opportunities. And it is in those, usually in those inconvenient opportunities where we have the greatest reward and the greatest victories. And so I want to say to you, even when it's inconvenient to you, make time for people. Allow them in. Allow them to see the real you. Show them that you're not some spooky spiritual person, but you are real. Show them your realness. We see the crowd follow Jesus. They wanted them to heal them. Sorry, the crowd wanted Jesus to heal them, to 
hatred to feeding. It was all inconvenient times. But yet those times actually turned around to be the most convenient times because of what happened in people's lives. We can worship God when we use our talents to serve. God, God didn't give you your talents and your abilities to keep to yourself. He gave them to you to use for His kingdom so that you can take those things that God has given you and use them in the kingdom. Let's just take, for example, a musician. God didn't give you that ability to play that musical instrument to go onto the, the stages of this world and make millions for yourself. God gave you that talent to play that musical instrument so that men and women would come into his kingdom. That men and women would have their lives changed through hearing the music that you play, through hearing your voice, that it would change their lives, that it would set them free, that it would bring them into that realization that they need Jesus in their life. He gave them those talents to us to use for the benefit of others. And in using our talents, we bring glory to God. Matthew 5 verse 16 says, Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So you see, if we come with the right attitude of one of, Lord, I'm here to serve you with everything that I have. People are going to see it in us and they are going to bring glory to God because of it. Use what God has freely given you. Use it and worship Him in doing so. We can worship God through the words that we speak. Worship happens when we point others to Father God. It's in our conversations that we have with these people that point people to Jesus. I want to ask us, how much time do we spend in our conversations pointing people to Jesus? Or do we speak about a whole lot of other things and exclude Jesus in our conversation? You see, our conversation should be worshipped to the Father. We should take every opportunity that comes our way to bring glory to God, even in the way that we speak. Is it in a loving way? Is it in a kind way? Or are we brash and hard towards other people? If anyone speaks, we should do it as speaking the very words of God. Would Jesus say what I say? Would Jesus do what I do? And just as I was preparing this, I had to check my own heart. And there's a lot of things that I say and do that are not pleasing to the Lord. And there are areas in my life that the Holy Spirit convicted me of where I need to change. I need to make sure that my language, the words that I speak, line up with His Word and bring honor and glory to Him. We can worship God when we rely on God's strength when serving. You see, when we serve others, God doesn't want us to do it in our own strength. He wants us to do it in His strength. We can do it in our own strength, but when we do it in our own strength, it does not bring glory to God. But when we serve and we do it in God's strength, it brings honor and it brings glory to Him. 
He wants us to do it in the strength that He provides, so that in all things, God will be praised and Jesus will be glorified. Acts of service towards others can be acts of worship. The choice lies with us. We have the choice whether they're going to be acts of worship or not. I can serve but not impact others for Christ or I can serve and be an instrument that loudly proclaims God. The choice is mine. And you see it all comes back to that hard attitude that we have of why are we doing what we do? And so I would like to encourage you, if you are not serving in the life of city-based church, I want to encourage you, get involved. Find the place where you fit in and serve in that area and serve well. Get involved and be a blessing to the people. For those who are serving, I want to ask you to check your hearts on a regular basis. Who are you doing this for? Because if you are doing it for me or for city-based church, you are doing it for the wrong reasons. But if you are doing it for Jesus, then you are doing it for the right reason. It's not to please me, it's to please Him. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for me. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. And I want you to remember that. You're not serving me. You're not serving this church. You are serving Jesus Christ. And so let's serve with good attitudes in our hearts. And I know sometimes people rub us up the wrong way and we get bent out of shape. But let's be quick to repent and to make our hearts right. And let's serve with good attitudes. And let's serve our community well. And if we do that, God will bless us. And God will send us more people. Because He knows that they're going to be well looked after. Amen. Amen. Can we pray together?